Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. The theme is as we go, right? Has this been blessing y'all so far this year? Seriously, seriously, what? Look at your neighbor and just shrug your shoulders and say, as we go. Where you get that from? Let's go to the first scripture I have on there before I go to the title of the sermon. Here are the ten lepers. Man! Ten lepers are set outside of the city limits. Because they have a heinous, contagious disease and they were considered unclean, unclean by civilization. So they created a leper colony. They had their own valley or space to dwell because misery loves company. <laughs> and it's weird for all the lepers to be together because if I was getting better but still hanging around others, I could get reinfected. And for some of us, God is calling us to better, but we're still hanging around other lepers. And while you're almost out, you get reinfected. If you're hanging with lepers and you're coming out, make sure we're coming out. Because if not, you can get re-infected. And some of us were almost out of that last mindset. But we got reinfected hanging with the old crowd too long. Man, tell your neighbor, don't reinfect me. Yeah. So they're in a leprous colony. Jesus is passing by. Let me see my little, I don't know what I'm talking about today, y'all. Jesus is passing by. They say, Master, have mercy on us. I'm going to go into this a little later. I just want to go to the theme scripture. Jesus says, go show yourselves to the priests. We all know this is what they did once they were considered clean. Then you show yourself to the priests, offer the sacrifice of Moses. You can go back and live with your family now in Maitland. Or Dr. Phillips. Or Pine Hill. No S. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. This is probably the biggest three words next to it is finished. To me. This is living for God. Living for God. Things are revealed, developed, provided as you go. This year, you cannot afford to sit and wait until everything is favorable to you. Yeah, you can't sit and wait till the coast is clear. If he says do it, do it. And, and I love as we go because it takes the pressure off of you. I don't have to know all the details today because you know your friends, well, what you going to do when you get there? Well, how much is it going to I don't know. And I want y'all to be okay with that. Don't be ignorant. But there are certain things you will not know before your first or second or third or tenth step. You might not know where the step will lead. But if he's telling me to move, my responsibility is to. And some of us who are, are more detailed and structured, he said, okay, God says, show yourself to. Okay, he's. That's, that's what he ultimately wants us to do, but we're not clean yet. So he's going to definitely address our, 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 our issue. He did not address their sickness. 
So maybe their sickness was a result of disobedience. Maybe. Let's just go maybe. So now when they obeyed, the sickness peeled off of them. <laughs> just like Joshua, when he was praying, when he lost the battle in Ai, prayer will not answer this. Obedience will. There's sin in the camp. Some of our victories, most of our victories, all of our victories are tied to our obedience. If you lost something, I don't mean tangible. I mean, if you lost, oh, I failed that test. What did you not obey? Because you are not put in any test to fail it. Jesus is rabbi. He's the master teacher. There's no way he'll put you in a predicament expecting you not to pass. No teacher will do that. So why would God? If you're in a test right now, everybody say, I'm expected to pass. Period. And if I'm expected to pass, well, God, how? That's when you lean on him and depend on him. But as they went, they were cleansed. I love that. You're not going to be perfect before you start. You're not going to be the perfect wife before you get married. Because what's the perfect wife? You're not going to be the perfect husband before you get married. Because what's the perfect husband? I'm still learning that. I have no clue. And I've been married 21 years. Yes. 21 years. I'll be 43 Saturday. January 26th, my birthday. January, babies, make some noise. January. Everybody else, we holler at y'all in a minute. We holler at y'all. <laughs> You're not going to be ready all the time, but don't be foolish. The pastor said we ain't going to be ready. Come on, let's go down. Let's get married. He know we ain't ready as we go. No, don't be foolish. Because <laughs> you will have a turbulent marriage the whole time wondering why the word don't work. They obeyed him. They heard him. So today, I want to speak again, hopefully finally, on the topic, lose your way. All right? Lose your way. Everybody's trying to find their way now. And all God wants us to do is lose it. Everybody's trying to find their thing, find their niche. And we're aggressively going after that. God is like, lose it. I'll talk about it. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. The Bible says that Jesus passed through a certain village. I'm getting through this sermon today. I got 20 premium minutes to do it. <laughs> the Bible says that he came through a certain village. I love this. It came to pass that he went through, he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee, and he entered a certain village. So he was going to Jerusalem, but he came a certain way on purpose. All right? So God is coming your way this year. I'm going to keep saying it. Man, he's coming your way. Ain't that good? God is coming your way this year. And he entered a certain village, a certain village. He's coming by a certain place for a certain reason. Everything, nothing is random. Nothing. Uh, so there met him. When he came into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers which stood to fall off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. I'm not going to keep, you know, 
Y'all know basically where I'm going, but let me just say it again with those visitors that are here. Ten men met him that were lepers. I love the separation here, y'all. Ten men that were lepers. We call them the ten lepers. The Bible never calls them that. The Bible calls them ten men that had an issue. Separate yourself from the issue this year. I'm going to keep saying it. We have become so one with our issue that we define ourselves by it. What is your name, Jacob? Hey, why, why are you so quickly just say trickster? That's the leper, but you're a man first. Yeah, and I want to encourage all men again today. You are a man of God outside of any issue you may have. You might be a leper. You might have anger. You might have lust. You might have jealousy. You might have, I don't know what you have, men, but that's not who you are. Men, feel me real quick. That's not, that's not who you are. You got, that's not who you are. You have weaknesses, but that's not who you are. The enemy wants you to believe you are your weakness. So you will never get strong. But he is a new liar. He is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. I'm talking to my men. Men, the devil is a liar. You are a man of God chosen with authority and purpose. When he wanted to recreate himself, he made you a man. When he wanted to see himself on the earth, he made you a man. All my men say, yeah. I know you got issues. I know you got struggles. That's what's attached to the man. That's not who the man is. Joseph made this mistake in one season and got it in the next. His father gave him a coat of many colors. He identified himself by the coat. I am the favored one. I am the favored one. I shall rule over you. He was his father's favorite. He had the coat. They took that coat. <laughs> they cut that. They ripped it up, dipped it in blood and everything. Like He dead. He gone. So his identity was snatched from him. Because he didn't realize that's just on you. That's not you. How about y'all? Later on, right? Potiphar's wife tried to sleep with him. He like, yo, I ain't messing up. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm not messing up. I'm not sleeping with you. You look good, though. But I ain't messing up. I like your picture, but I ain't messing up. You look good. Potiphar's wife, he was a leader. He, he had no shabby wife. She looked good. She pressed him every day. He said, no, nah, I'm not sleeping with you. He ran. Because she put everybody out the house. Wasn't nobody in the house but them two. She was like, oh, it's going down today. It is going down. Ain't no secret what I want. She ain't had Victoria's secret. She had exposed Victoria on. Like, listen, ain't no secret what I want to do. What's going on? I done put everybody out the house. This is going to be easy. Let's do this. Come on. It's real easy. <laughs> he still said no. Fellas, listen to me. Fellas. I got to take my glasses off. They ain't prescription anyway. Fellas. <laughs> What's up, JR? Fellas, he looked at this woman, assessed the situation. Everybody is gone. 
Matter of fact, he came into work like, hey, Harry, how you doing, buddy? Harry. Oh, stop playing, guys. It's not my birthday. She's like, come on, Joseph, let's go. Joseph's like, no. He, I don't, he ran. I need fellas, to, I, I'm talking to the fellas. Ladies, I'll be right back. <laughs> fellas, I, I don't know of another man who ran from a woman trying to sleep with him. I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm saying I ain't heard. I know a lot of women that was like, boy, please. I know a lot of women that ran. I don't know a lot of men. That's somebody dedicated to their purpose for real. I done had a dream that I'm going to reign over this. I'm not there yet, so why would I mess up on this level? If God made me a promise on this level and I'm not there yet, you're not worth my destiny. Fellas, I need y'all. I need your vision to be stronger than your lust. I need your goals to be stronger than temptation. Fellas, I need your focus. If we got to run, we run. We need to learn how to run from that, not just with a football and a basketball in our hand. He ran. And I always said she grabbed him. And she grabbed him. She didn't grab him. She grabbed his coat. I'm about to. Don't ever lose where I'm at. I'm anchored in this scripture, okay? Separate yourself from what's on you. That's where I'm at. I wish y'all know what I'm. I never left the scripture. So you with me? Okay, cool. So she grabs his coat. I thought she grabbed him. But if he identified himself with what was on him, she would have. If I identify myself by the leprosy, I mean the coat that's on me, the enemy can grab me. But he didn't grab Joseph. He grabbed something on him. Today, I want you to know the enemy doesn't have your mind. He got something on your mind. He don't have your heart. He has something on your heart. He don't have your emotions. He has something stirring up your emotions. He's a manipulator. He has no control. He has no authority. It's so easy to escape. Because if you want to get out of the enemy's claws, all you got to do is... Look at your neighbor and say, take it off. Take it off. Whatever his hands is on, take it off. Because it ain't you anyway. It's a habit. It's a trait. It's a generational curse. It's not you. Every man in here say, it ain't me. It's thoughts in my head, but it ain't me. Go ahead, fix my collar, my love. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We are on camera. Thank you, babe. All right. Ten men that were lepers. Separate yourselves this year. Divorce yourself from what you're going through. And be free. Don't identify yourself with how people know you. You're so committed to that version of yourself. Because everybody, I know they think I'm crazy, so let me get my energy up because I'm about to be around people. Hey, how you doing? Girl, you know that? You just, 
La da da, you're not getting paid for none of this performance. <laughs> now, ladies, I'm with y'all now. How y'all doing? Ladies, y'all doing all right tonight? Today, I can't tell we inside. I don't know if it's night or day. Ladies, stop performing unless you get paid. You have to teach and have to welcome to Chick-fil-A. You're getting paid. You better put it on for that. But you ain't got time to go home and, hey, how you? it's going to wear you out. <laughs> Separate yourselves. Now, Jesus was passing their way. Let me get through this because I got 15 minutes and 48 premium seconds. Jesus was passing their way. I love this point. I'm going to say it probably the last time. He was passing their way, but he did not come to them. I want you to understand this. God is in the vicinity, but he's not coming to you. He's coming your way, but not to you. He's coming real close to you on purpose because he's pleased by your reach. Oh, I'm about to say something. I'm about to say something. <laughs> he comes in proximity on purpose. Because he's pleased by your reach. Without faith or reach, it's impossible to. Your reach pleases him. Your try pleases him. Your faith, y'all quiet. So he puts himself in pleasure proximity. <laughs> I'm going to get just close enough for you to call my name or ask for me if you want me. But I'm not going to address you first. But if you want me, I'm right here. Y'all missing what I'm saying. God is like, if you want it, praise me. If you want it, pray about it. If you want it, read the word. If you want it, it's here. It's not coming to you, but it's available. Who's going to go get it? Who's going to go get it? Y'all quiet for some reason. Look at your neighbor for the last time. I'm going to try to say this. Look at your neighbor and say, I got to go get it. I got to go get it. I got to go get it. He passed by and there met him. They met him. I'm not even going to wait to be addressed. I heard he's passing by. I got to do what I can to get his attention. Look at your neighbor and say, whatever it takes. Look at somebody else and say, by any means necessary. I'm not going to let him pass by without getting what I need. Are you out your mind? If you could help me, I'll praise you. But since you can't, I gotta praise the one that can help me out of this trouble. Look at y'all, never mind. I can't afford to praise the wrong one in this season. I gotta praise the one that can help me. You love me, but I need the one that can help me. Okay. So he passing by and there met him. Ten men that were lepers. Wow. And they went after him. I said it Wednesday, this is the year to be confrontational. This is the year to be confrontational. Confront. You ain't got to be mad and evil and have an attitude to confront. Matter of fact, you don't have to have it all the way up to here to confront. You can have it up to here and not let it get to your knees. Don't let it get to your waist and your shoulders. Don't. And now you finally want to confront. That's me. I will sit like, oh my God, they're doing it again. 
Hey, I don't like that. Don't do that no more. Okay. Months. And then finally, why you keep doing that? And now it's like, oh, he's the Incredible Hulk. Well, I was the Incredible Bruce Banner for six months. Confront early. I hope y'all with me this morning. I know it's a lesson. <laughs> this is the year of confrontation. I'll talk about that a little bit more later. Okay, let me get through this. So they met him. They put forth extra effort, and they lifted up their voice. They didn't just speak on regular communicated terms like, hey, guys, I'm saying, yeah, we're No, they lifted up their voice. This is the year of giving extra effort towards supernatural things. I'm going to say it again. This is the year you should give extra effort towards supernatural things. This is the year you put extra effort towards the supernatural. I'm going to say it maybe about three more times. This is the year you put extra effort towards the supernatural. This is the year you put extra effort towards supernatural. This is the year, Liv, that we put extra effort towards the supernatural. I said it Wednesday. If you sneak and do anything, that's extra effort towards the negative. If you ever snuck and did something, you had to plan something in addition to what you was planning. You got to think of an alibi connected to what you're trying to do. So you got to do that and that. That's extra effort. But he can't get two minutes of prayer. I know it's quiet. It's okay. I'm glad y'all danced earlier. He can't get two minutes of prayer before you grab your phone in the morning. Yep, it's going to get tight. You can leave now. The exit door is open. You, we can't put no, not, not extra effort, no effort. But we're all in here today expecting things from God. Putting no effort towards the supernatural. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to do something. Pray for 60 seconds. And then expect the blessing. I mean, do something. They lifted their voice. They put extra effort. Let me, let me move. I'm sorry. He said, show yourselves to the priests. When they obeyed, they were cleansed as they went. They obeyed the voice of God. This is the year you must learn the voice of God. Got to do it, y'all. I'm telling y'all all straight up stuff. You got to know the voice of God because you're going to see something on the news like, that, does that make sense? You're going to see something online. You're going to do some research. You're going to find some type of something. Somebody going to tell you something about, yo, man, this is the real truth right here. Did you know? What am I? Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. That's my man right there. You're going to hear all type of stuff this year, and it's going to make sense. And if you don't know his voice, you won't know his ways because his ways don't. Did you hear what I just said? His ways don't make natural sense. So if you don't know him, you'll shun from what doesn't make sense and go towards what does. But the things that do make sense are deceiving and the things that don't are godly. You need to, good God almighty, you need to, I'm spinning around and getting excited. Let me calm down. He said, my sheep, the sheep that are mine, 
They know what? Yeah. And, uh-oh, so I don't just know his voice. I what? Listen, I hearken. I'm attentive. That's what listen means, right? Hearken. And I know them. I love, I know them. I talked about it Wednesday. I'm going to talk about it again because there's more of y'all here than it is on Wednesday. I don't know what y'all so busy on Wednesdays. I'm just playing. How y'all doing? I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. How you doing? Y'all okay? I'm just playing. She's like, I don't even go to your church, okay? You know nothing about Wednesday until you just said it. (laughs) And I know them. That's a huge one. I love that. We talked about it because the Bible says that many will come and say, Lord, Lord, I've cast out demons in your name. I prayed in your name. And it all worked. I cast out demons, not I tried to. So all these things I did work. I'm walking around and there's miracles where I go. I lay hands on people, they get healed. Hey. I look at you and be like, hey. I'm, I'm working. I'm a working God man. He like, yeah, depart from me. I never knew you. I never knew you, but I used you. Liv, I don't know about you. I don't just want to be used by God. It got quiet on my religious side. Let me go on. I don't just want to be used by God. I want to be known by God. You use toilet paper. You use paper towels. You use napkins. You use paper plates. And right after you're done using them, I don't want to be used by God only. I want him to know me and I want to know him. I know them, thank God. And they, let me get y'all out of here. I'm not going to break it down too long. Okay. They follow me. Something you should do this year should look like God. The, The moves you make should look like him in some way. If you're his sheep, you follow him. You do things like him. You do what he did or what he said. What are you doing now that's like God? Yeah, it's a question you just ask yourself. Around 1 p.m. tomorrow, like, what am I doing that look like Jesus? Because if I follow him, then I'm, I'm known of him. If I follow him, he knows me. Did you hear what I said? Let me keep it moving. And they... Follow me. So there's three voices that you'll hear. I said it last week. Well, let me say it in my first closing. I got three closing. This is my first one, y'all. Three voices you'll hear. Everybody say God's voice. voice. My voice. voice. Enemy's voice. That's the three voices you'll hear in your lifetime. Please come next month, y'all. I'm so excited about this series next month because I'm going to break this down really good uh, by the grace of God. God's voice always leads to his word, or you can line it up with his word every time. When you hear the voice of God, if you think, is that him? I'm not sure. Is that, I, if you're not sure, his word always lines up with what you heard. It might not be exact word for word, but it, if it lines up, you can rest assured that it's him to some degree. I'll talk about that later. You can rest assured that it's him. So many of us may be hearing God's voice, but don't know the word. So you don't know he's speaking to you the whole time because you have no reference or nothing to fall back on. So read the word. Just 
And not read it. If you don't hear nothing while you're reading, just store it up because you're going to need it in a minute. Just store it up because he's going to have to use it when you need it. And not to say that he doesn't speak when you read. He is his word. So when you're reading the word, the word is alive and he's speaking. God's word always lines up with what his voice is saying. His voice always lines up with his word. All right? That's the way you can hear God's voice. I'm going to talk about that more next month. Uh, your voice always is centered around you. What about me? How am I, I going to look in this? And pride is in there because you ain't about to look stupid with any decision. You ain't about to play me out. So however this situation go, I'm going to look good. See how y'all laughing? That's your voice. Your voice protects your pride and how you look and how you're going to come across and how your voice says, what about me? Because God's voice is usually, hey, humble yourself. Don't worry about that. Don't argue back. Well, what you mean? She yelling at me right now. What you mean don't argue back? She done slapped me. Turn the other cheek. What you mean turn the other cheek? This hurt. See, your voice is like, what about me? God's voice is giving you the best case scenario. Your voice is saying, uh-uh, hold on, let me, hold on. So you weigh what he says against you and not the word. Is that, is that too much? Am I, are you with me? Okay, because I'm trying to, let me keep moving. I'll break that down more next month. The, the enemy's voice is always against God's word. If you eat of this tree, you shall surely die. You shall not surely die. Well, how are you going? You're so obvious. Why not say you might not die? We don't know yet. Just try it. You're going to say the complete opposite of the word. You obvious. The enemy is obvious. The world is deliberately going against the word today. In the last days, they will call right wrong and wrong. So you're about to see a whole lot of wrong being celebrated. Ooh, I got to get off that subject quick. You're going to see a whole lot of evil and things that are against God being celebrated and monetized and in high regard to the point where the believer is going to be like, well, let's go after that. Let's live like that. It's always against God's word. But if I can take the conviction out of wrong, that's what culture is doing, taking the conviction out of what's wrong. So if you see it a lot, if you see it so much, well, it ain't that bad. They did it. They good. Man, this is good. The enemy's voice is always against God's word, and it's always condemning. You, ain't, you know what you did. You know you ain't good enough. You know you did this, and you know all that guilt and shame, the enemy. And we think it's us. Like, you know what? You're right, because I know what I did, so I'm bringing it back. It ain't you. It's the enemy. It's the enemy bringing back all things condemning. God will never condemn you. I'm going to say it again. God did not die to condemn you. Amen. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. John 3, 17. That's one scripture I know. He'll never condemn you. You ain't nothing. You shouldn't have did that. And because you did that, you're going to suffer. Now watch the enemy's voice. This is the tricky part. The enemy's voice always, uh, well, sometimes uses the word too. Y'all remember when Jesus was being tempted, the devil used the word. So you got to learn God's voice, lining up with the word, but you got to know God. Is this too deep today? I should have stayed on that other. Y'all with me? <laughs> 
He'll never condemn you. He'll never make you feel bad about a mistake. He died. He died. He died. So what you did that last night? Get up. So what you did that last week? Get up. So what you plan on doing it next week? Don't do it. Oh, y'all, don't, man. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. If you're in Christ, scream because you're not condemned. Care what you did? Where sin abound, grace much more abound. I'm going to say it again. Where sin abound, grace much more abound. I have more grace than you have sin. You cannot out-sin my grace. I don't care how hard you try. Nothing will separate you from my love. I don't care how wild you are. You can't run from my love. God will always out-love your sin. Man. Learning God's voice. We'll talk about that more. I'm not going to go to the next scripture. Let's go to the last one. Uh, uh, yeah, go to slide number seven. I'm getting out of here. It's one o'clock. My time is up. Just a quick story. Whoa. <laughs> go back one. That's more like it. I got scared. Like, I don't feel like reading all that. Learn the voice of God. We're going to talk more extensively about that next month. It's going to be good, y'all. But once you hear the voice of God, now you got a choice. When you hear God, he doesn't make you do what he wants you to do. He brings you to a fork on the road, and you now have a choice. Let's look at this. So Naaman, the captain of the host, he's the head soldier. Check this out, y'all. He was a great man with his master. The king loved him. Look at this. Honorable. Everybody loved him. This is the king. This is the head of the army. Because this is why they love him. Because by him, the Lord had given deliverance to Syria. He won all these battles and we're free. This man led the armies. Everybody's free because of him. The king loves him. The city loves him. The town loves him. The soldiers love him. He's honorable. He's respected. He was also a mighty man of valor. This is all great. But do y'all see that last line? But he was a leper. Whoa. Whoa. So you're not even allowed to be in the city. But you're winning battles on behalf of the city. Okay. So you got the same sin, I mean sickness, that we judge others about. And just because you're the leader, okay, it's quiet. You don't have the same penalties or consequences that everybody else has because you're the leader. I don't understand leadership that got the same sins as their saints walking in arrogance. I'm going to talk about this for two seconds and I'm going to let y'all go. I don't understand specifically religious leaders or any leader for that matter. Any leader, you got the same sin as others who have been ostracized. Can you imagine this guy? He's the captain of the, he's the captain. He got his armor on and he's walking by the leper's colony. He should have had some grace. He should have had some humility. Humility stems from knowing what you look like under the armor. 
Why are y'all, this is the quiet side. Are y'all with me over here? Yeah, you look big and bad and shiny to everybody else. You look big and strong and I'm sure you got so much armor that no peak of your leprosy is peeking out. The only person that knows what you're really going through is like your armor bearer. The one that helped you get dressed. Because you all got one that know your mess. Never mind. Now let me take one side street right here. We all got that one person that really know all of our mess, but they still cover us. Thank you, coverers. Can I take a minute to thank God for the covers in here? Thank you all so much. See, y'all ain't got friends that cover you. You scared to mess up in front of them because they might tweet about you. But I thank God for people that cover. Look at your neighbor and say, I need you to cover me. Cover me. All right, let me get y'all out of here. here. All right, here, here it is. Here it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I'm humble, not because I'm not a mighty man. I'm humble, not because I, st- I fight and bring victory to this whole city. But I'm humble because I know what I look like under this live never forget what you look like under what everybody sees never forget what you look like after you take that selfie or you know when you post a selfie later and you in bed with that bonnet and your glasses on but you talk about about last night because you was all done up yeah, you look good in front of everybody, but you know you in that bed with the mouthpiece on. Never mind. Your hair is over there on the lampstand. Don't start with me. And you got the straight backs like you about to set it off in the name of here. You got the Island Iverson or the Cinnabon. One of the two. In the name of here. I said in the name of here. You look good on that selfie, but you got a stocking under that. Hallelujah. Don't let it rain too hard on your eyebrows. It might vanish, but I thank God for the blood. All right, I'm sorry. Anyway, they leaving. I'm sorry. I'm just playing. Okay, they leaving. I promise it's not a comedy show. It's a real sermon. It's a sermon. Oh, man. Know what you look like under that. (laughs) Sit down, please. (laughs) Fellas, you look good in your shoes, but your heels so ashy about the crack. Remember what you look like in the name of the hill. All right, I'm sorry. Stop, stop. That's it, that's it. It's my last joke. Some people are in real need of a word today. So listen. I know what I look like under all of this. So it's not that I'm so kind and I'm not bragging on myself. It's not that I'm so kind or so humble. I'm not isolated from my reality of self and my dire, desperate need consistently of a savior. I need a savior, forget y'all, from my mind. I know I'm in consistent, constant need of him. I know what I look like after, man, 
and pastor, oh, pastor, and pastor, oh, charge him, well, however y'all see me, uh, yeah, I know how I look under all that. So ain't no way I'm walking by you without speaking. So while y'all clapping, that's good. How do you do it? How you get to walk by people you don't like and just don't speak? Don't believe your own selfie. You know how you look without them lashes. Stop. Speak to people. Love people. Be kind to people. You look worse than them under you. Come on, man. I don't understand it. I don't feel like I'm so kind. I feel like we're alike. We're the same. I just got the mic today. That's it. And a smaller suit than you probably. That's it. Other than that, we're the same. Never forget how you look under the armor. Let me make my last point and let all of you go home. Man, listen to this, y'all. Listen to this. So he's a leper, right? So they hear a story. So, so one, of the, one of the soldiers around him said, hey, uh, uh, why don't you go to the man of God? There's a man of God, Elijah. He's been known to perform miracles. I'm telling you, if you go to him, you'll be cleansed of your leprosy. And he was like, really? Yeah. So he asked the king or the king. I don't really know how the story really goes, so forgive me if I'm messing up something. But the king releases him to go see Elijah. Go ahead. Go see him. Go be cleansed. Cool. He's going now to Elijah. And he stands at the door of Elijah and says, oh, Elijah, he's, he's not by himself. You know, he got his squad. He's a man of valor. So his squad runs up like, <laughs> yeah, sir, we have Naaman here, sir. He is here to be cleansed of his leprosy. He's a great man. He has done it. I'm sure they went down all of his stats and all of that. And we come to bring you gifts as well. Thank you so much, man of God, for tending to this need as it is dire. Thank you. seven times in the Jordan River then your skin will be restored that's what he went for and you will be healed of your leprosy people wasn't getting healed of leprosy but you got a word from God what to do you got instructions from God on how to cleanse your leprosy but Naaman became angry And stalked away. Thought he would at least come down and say what's up to me. I thought it would certainly come out to meet me. I expected him to like wave his hand over me or something. You come down here, you speak to me, wave your hand, voila. I expected him to put his hand over the leprosy and call on the name of the Lord and heal me that way. And if you're going to send me to some waters, aren't the waters of Damascus cleaner? Aren't 
they better than any other rivers? Why don't you send me to that river? Yo, I'm not, nah, I'm not feeling this is why I don't go to church. Nah, this is why I don't go. This is why I don't go to church. This is why I don't like them church people, yo. This is why I don't do this. Why can't I wash in those? Why can't I do it that way? So Naaman turned away in a rage. You heard from God. <laughs> and God responded favorably to you. You don't serve him. Yeah, you serve the king of the culture. But you can't because you came to me, I'm going to bless you. But because you don't like my way. Y'all got to give me more than that. We literally block and rebuke blessings. Rebuke means to stop. Stop. Right? We literally rebuke blessings because of our way. Our way. It's not really what it said. He said you will be cleaned. You will be restored. So it's not what he said. You will be healed of your leprosy. Your skin will be restored. How you get angry after that? Pastor don't even come out and speak to his members. Did the man preach to you? Yeah, let's, let's do this, y'all. Your way is in the way. I'm glad y'all shouted earlier. What if your way was the problem and not even his word? If he's telling you to break up with him, don't get mad. Break up. Why can't we just take a break for two months? Why well, I got I to cut it clean off? Come on, God. Come on, God. We ain't do that bad. We ain't. So now, how can you be mad at God's instruction unless you have an aggressive way? That must be met before you obey. Now, God, I'm coming to you, but you got to match my way before I follow you. Oh, yeah, come on, y'all. Yeah, that's how we are. Prideful. Ain't got nothing. The air we breathe is his. The air we breathe is his. But our heart is so callous because we're so used to doing. He's a captain of everything he say go his way. He's used to a lifestyle of his way. Y'all take the east, we'll take the west, and y'all go up the middle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, name it. Yes, sir, name it. Yes, sir, name it. Bring me a drink. Yes, sir, name it. Fan me. Yes, sir, name it. Bring me some grapes. Yes, sir, name it. I'm used to my way. Y'all not. And most of us jump from relationship to relationship or situation to situation looking for our way. Yep. You leave that job, not because they fire you. You don't feel like doing something. That's required. But that's how you get paid. Healed. That's how you get paid. Healed. That's how you get peeled. How you going to get mad at the way to get paid or healed? How you going to get upset at a way that's designed to give you what you need and expect anyway?
You cannot be so engaged in your way that you refuse to listen to any other. Because guess what's going to happen? God will still be God. Elisha will still be the man of God. And you will still be sick. Arrogance sustains sickness. Mental sickness, arrogance will sustain it. And according to the word, it not only stands, uh, sustains it, it strengthens it. Arrogance sustains everything you don't want in your life. It keeps it there. It protects it. Most things you don't want in your life, your arrogance is guarding it. Making sure it don't leave. I'm not calling none of y'all arrogant. I don't know half of you, personally. But if this word hits your heart, don't be like, that's what you've been doing. Nah. And now you're like, 2018 is my year. But you missed 2018, maybe because of some of this. So we're not going through 2019 leprous. Nah. I declare no lepers in here in the name of Jesus. No sick wallets, no sick marriages, no sick businesses, no sick relationships, no sick nothing. I speak wholeness. I speak health in the name of Jesus. Lose your way. I like lose. I don't want you to even be able to find it. I don't want your way to be accessible. I'm not saying put your way away, like put it up. No, because that's where you know where to find it. Lose it. He that seeks his life, he's going to lose it anyway. But he that loses his life will save it. Lose your way. I want to do right. I want to do better. Okay, he has a way for you to do that. You can't just do right your way. There are many people doing right their way. I give away cars every year, and I, and I love what people do, and I love, but Jesus said, I am way. So just because people are doing right and nice, and you know, I love that uh, a while ago, Oprah was giving away cars. I love Oprah. Uh, she's giving away cars and all this stuff, and great, and, I, and I'm not saying she's not saved and not going to heaven. What I am saying is, that's not guaranteed because you did good deeds. Because you can do good your way. And now think you and God is cool. God is like, yep, that was cool. But you need to come this way. Jesus Christ is the way. That if you don't receive my son, we ain't good. I don't care how good you've been doing in the city. Ooh, it's quiet to my right now. Where y'all at to my left? Yeah, they got quiet on your head. Let me let y'all go home. Everybody standing. As you stand, just look to your left and your right and whisper, man, lose your way, lose your way. I know you got a swag. I know you got a little, a way you do things. What if I told you your ways won't work this year? What if I told you your ways won't work? No walking. We're going home in the next 10 minutes. I promise you. I promise. I promise. 129, we out. Please don't walk unless it's an emergency because it's very distracting. This is very serious. 
What if I told you, Liv? I'm, I'm done. Your way ain't going to work this year. How could you not believe me when you tried your way for years? Embrace his way, whatever way it is. Prayer might not be convenient for you, but if it's the way, reading this word, whatever's not uh, in your normal regimen, I don't got time. I wake up, I get washed, I, I don't got, it's in. Nothing will work outside of his way this year. I want to say it hasn't any year. And in your heart of hearts, you know that's true. So today is the day of surrender. Today is the day of a white flag. I surrender. It's the third Sunday of the year. God gave us great celebration the first two Sundays. And Wednesday, I mean, uh, three, the last Sunday, the first two Sundays, it was celebration. And that's what I wanted for so long because I know our word was so heavy in the last year. So he gave us that release of celebration. Now it's like, all right, lose your way. I got you. Holding on to your way, in a sense, is not trusting him to a degree. Not letting go is not trusting him to a degree. He wants to increase your level of trust. And he wants you to do it his way. Father, I thank you for your word. It's sobering, it's humbling, but it's so good for us. <laughs> Because I don't want to end up like Naaman, straight up. I don't want to hear what you got to say to a preacher or whether you speak it in my heart and go against it or not do it because I don't like it or it's not the way I like it. Who am I to dictate your ways? Your ways are so far from us. It's better. It's higher. Yeah, way higher. As far as the east is from the west, man... So we don't question your ways. We defuse pride right now. In the name of Jesus. Pride is not just conceit or feel. No, 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 no. On any level. In the name of Jesus. Father, by your spirit, we rebuke pride in our hearts. We rebuke anything that buffets itself against your word or your way in the name of Jesus. We speak against any level of arrogance that contends your word for our lives. What do we know anyway? We acknowledge you in all of our ways and let you direct them in the name of Jesus. Everybody say, Lord Jesus, today I surrender. I decrease that you may increase. I want what you want. Say it, y'all. Say your will, your way. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Worship him, y'all. Worship him for his word. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.